For Scrap Guy Solutions with your host, Jeremy Miller. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Jeremy Miller, and this is Scrap Guy Solutions. This podcast is all about helping you make things happen. And today, we have a community leader and the CEO of the Winona Family YMCA, Janica Sobeck, here with us at Miller Scrap and Disposal Studio in Winona, Minnesota. Originally from Boston, Janica spent 15 years abroad in Pakistan, Kenya, and France thanks to her parents' work with the World Health Organization and the International Federation of the Red Cross. Janica interned with the World Health Organization in Geneva, Switzerland, and graduated with a BA in Economics and French from Connecticut College. She spent two years in New York City at a financial consulting firm before moving here to Winona, Minnesota in 2010 to marry a dairy farmer she met on an Alaskan cruise. Janica was the founding director of Live Well Winona. She has been the CEO of the Winona Family YMCA since 2019, and she served on the board of directors for the Y for two years before that. She enjoys spending time with her boys, being active, reading, traveling, and striving for a minimalist lifestyle. Janica, thank you so much for joining us today on Scrap Guy Solutions. Thank you for having me. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself, including some of your experiences traveling the world, and you have to tell us about this Alaskan cruise. (laughs) Yeah, so I grew up overseas, and it was a pretty cool, unique experience. So my dad, being in global nonprofit work, had an opportunity to travel around. And so every few years, we would pick up and start somewhere new, sometimes attempting to learn new languages, which was always an adventure. Um, I also have two younger sisters, and we were fighting all the time as kids. Now we are the best of friends, as you probably will see with your kids as they grow up. And then, yeah, I met my Prince Charming on a cruise ship in Alaska. We were both there with our families. I was living in New York City at the time. He was, of course, in Winona, and my family had planned our trip a year in advance. His family, being farmers and the hay schedule, planned their trip about two weeks in advance. I was dancing with my dad, and I saw this really good-looking guy walk in, and I thought, ooh, I wonder if he's single. Then I saw this young woman walk in with him, and I thought, oh, that's a waste of time. But then he came over and started talking to me and said his sister wouldn't dance with him. So I knew right away that was a a sign. And we did the long distance thing for a year before I moved out to this beautiful community. And now I have my my two great sons, a seven-year-old and a one-year-old. Winona is a really special place to raise a family. And I'm so lucky that I found my husband and moved out to this community. It's just been so receptive and welcoming. And I'm really glad that all of the activity options in this community are here as well because I, I like to stay active and this is plenty of opportunities in, in Winona and nearby. So you have been the CEO of the Winona Family YMCA for going on five years now. It's wow. crazy to think that. It seems like just <laughs> yesterday. Fast. It seems like just yesterday. Tell us about your path uh, to becoming the CEO of the Winona Family YMCA. Yeah, so to be perfectly honest, it was super random. <laughs> I uh, studied economics and French in college and had no idea what I wanted to do with that. I was really late in declaring my major. They were chasing me down to declare a major, so I finally committed to that because I'd taken enough classes in both economics and French. 
I could get by. Uh, I ended up going to New York City and worked at a financial consulting company, mostly doing project management work. And then, of course, my magical cruise met my husband, now husband, um, and moved out to Winona. So I started at St. Mary's University here in the Master's of Education department. I worked there for about a year and then became the founding director of Live Well Winona. So the community health initiative aspect I really enjoyed. I was there for about eight years and really loved the work. I wasn't planning on leaving, um, but I was on the board at the Y for about two years. And it was either my first or one of my first meetings. We were presented with the financials, and it was pretty dire at that point. The Y had been operating at a financial loss for many years. We had to pull from the endowment to support the Y. And then on top of that, the CEO gave his resignation. <laughs> so it was a rough first or one of my first few board meetings. But I was on the board, like I said, for two years. We had the interim CEO with us from the lacrosse and on Alaska YMCA, Bill Soper, a great guy. And when that agreement was ending, RY decided to hire their own CEO. I had did not have that on my radar at all. But I had a couple board members encourage me to apply and they were individuals that I thought highly of and thought, well, if they're recommending I apply for this position, they must know something I don't. <laughs> so in hindsight, I'm really glad that they uh, saw that potential in me and invited me to apply for that. And it was quite the adventure just going through that process. And here I am now, like you said, five years into this adventure, and it's been really cool and really rewarding. Now, when you first started, uh, you were still at the old Y, is that correct? Yes. Okay. And there have been, at the time, there had been many years of efforts trying to fundraise for a new YMCA. Here you come in, the organization is struggling, and they're still trying to raise money for a new facility. There's a plan in place, but uh, I believe, at least I think, all the money had not been raised Correct. at this point. So tell us a little bit about jumping into that position and really hitting the ground running uh, as far as the fundraising goes. Yeah, I kind of felt like I hit the ground and was forced to sprint. <laughs> it was interesting, like I said, with the financial position we were in from an operational standpoint, that was a struggle. But uh, alongside that, we had to be raising, it ended up being about $22 million for this project. And I, I don't remember now what we were at when I came on board, but the goalposts kept moving on this project. So from inception to doors opening, it was about a, over a 10-year process. And with that, of course, inflation and prices changing and labor shortage. So it was quite the adventure trying to plan for that and not knowing exactly how much we needed to raise. But it was incredible to see the community come forward and all of the people that love the YMCA, love what it does for this community, come forward, individuals and organizations, you and Janelle and Miller Scrap, I mean, so many places that invested in the YMCA because they know the value, they know the impact, and ultimately they knew that if we stayed downtown, the YMCA would not be here today. We would not have survived the pandemic, we would not have survived the loss of membership and the continued, the deferred maintenance on that facility was killing us financially. So there was no other option. And it was a lot of relationships that I had pre-existing and our fundraising committee had that made this dream come to reality. So the first YMCA was founded way back in 1844. And of course, YMCA stands for Young Men's Christian Association. However, 
YMCA's have come a long way since that time and are much more than a young men's Christian association. What does the Winona Family YMCA offer and who does the YMCA serve? Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize that the YMCA is a nonprofit organization and we are part of a really powerful global movement. So we are around the world. Um, our YMCA is an independent 501c3, but we are part of a larger movement and a national YMCA that we pay dues to be part of. And our focus is on strengthening the community, we transform lives, and we support people in achieving their goals. Our mission is about programs that build healthy spirit, mind, and body for all, and the for all aspect of our mission statement is really important. So we like to think that there is something for everyone at the YMCA. Um, starting, of course, with our financial assistance program. So if cost is a barrier, we have individuals like you and Janelle, which we really appreciate, and Miller Scrap that support this program so we can subsidize membership and program fees. Um, memberships are a really key part of what YMCAs do, and so people, I think, always associate that with the fitness center, the swim and gym, but we're so much more than that. We have so much more than that. We have a great pool, sauna, steam room, and hot tub, and then, of course, the traditional gymnasium for our programs. We have racquetball courts, which in this day and age can be hard to find. So there are YMCAs that are opening up new facilities and won't put racquetball courts in. Or there are current existing spaces and YMCAs that will not have racquetball court needs anymore. So they dissolve those spaces and repurpose them. But we chose in our community to have those, and it's been great. Um, group fitness classes are a really awesome aspect of building communities. So we do the group fitness classes both on land and in the water. We have a cute indoor playground and climbing wall, and then cardio and strength equipment. When it comes to programs, we have a wide variety of options uh, for all ages and abilities. So our free child watch service is for family memberships, or people can pay for a day pass to use that space. We have free equipment orientations and teen weight room orientations for our cardio and strength areas. And the goal there is to make sure that when someone commits to a lifestyle change, they feel comfortable, confident, safe using that space. We want to make sure that they come in and continue to do that. Youth sports and swim team are some of our other fun options. A lot of people don't know we've gotten into the dance world, so we have both group and private swim and dance lessons. And then for adult programming, basketball, volleyball, pickleball, and water volleyball. And let me tell you, Jeremy, if you've been in the gym in the evenings on, or I'm sorry, at the YMCA on Monday or Friday, those water volleyball people you can hear throughout the facility. Their laughter is just <laughs> contagious. They have such a good time. Um, personal training is a really great option for structure and accountability. I enjoy both personal training and group fitness. I feel like it's a good mix of supporting what I need. Live Strong at the YMCA is a new program that we started last year. So this is a cancer survivor program, 12-week um, program. The membership fee is waived during that time. So it's a completely free program to support someone on their cancer journey, whether they were recently diagnosed or, they, um, or they've been on this journey for a number of years. And it's been a really great offering. We work with the Red Cross on certification classes. So we have local trainers at our YMCA that teach CPR and AED classes, lifeguarding, babysitting, and water safety instructor. We also have certified childcare programs. So we're both at the YMCA and then at Bluffview, as well as full day summer childcare and then no school day care. We have a beautiful Camp Winona property. So it's a little gem nestled in the bluffs. We've got a great ropes course out there. And then of course, day camp programming 
to keep kids entertained, safe, occupied, and have a good time. And then adaptive programming is a new world that we've gotten into. So we've done a little bit here and there in the past, but we now have swim lessons for both youth and adults. And then we ran an adaptive soccer camp and adaptive day camp last year. And then preschool, music, and cooking classes. So a little something for everyone, not just in the space, but in the programs. We do have day passes, so non-members can use our space. And we do have different rates for programs, whether people are members or non-members. So I think good choice on the racquetball courts, because every time I'm there, uh, at least one of the courts is occupied, if not both of them. So I know they get a lot of use and there probably would have been some upset folks if uh, oh, yes. you had not uh, done that. Um, so as far as who the YMCA serves, it's really everyone from young kids to seniors and Everything everyone in between. In between. And what I think is really cool when I go to the Y, whether I'm in the fitness center, which overlooks the gymnasium, uh, the fitness center is filled with men and women. It's, it's filled with young professionals, college students, middle-aged folks, seniors, everyone, everyone. And when I look into the gym, same thing. Oftentimes there's people playing basketball or they're playing pickleball or they're playing volleyball. And then you get to the swimming pool and the swimming pool is generally packed, at least when I get there, and you have water aerobics classes going on, you have folks uh, swimming laps, and then of course the hot tub, the steam room, and the sauna are all in that pool deck area. So really the YMCA serves just about everyone. Absolutely, yes, and I really emphasize that in my tours when I show people around. Sometimes people come into this space with a preconceived notion of what a YMCA looks like, or in their mind, a fitness center. And then when we peel back all these layers of what we offer, people are just so surprised. And much of this success is because of the new YMCA that has been built, which is a huge improvement uh, over the old YMCA. And as a result, you have a lot more members. Can you share with us how many members the YMCA has? And on average, how many people use the facility on a daily basis? Yes, great question. So we actually hit a record high in membership in January of 2024. We are at over 6,500 members. And to give you some context, when we left our old facility in December of 2020, we had about 2,800 members. We added 800 in the first month, and then within the first year, we were at 5,300 members. So this is incredible growth for our organization and our ability to serve the Winona community. As you mentioned, this is just a really special place and much more accessible, um, more visible, and a really nice location, not to mention our partnership with Winona Health and being able to be right across the street, but also have their massage therapy, speech language pathology, occupational therapy, and physical therapy services in our space, so they lease part of our facility for that. And then in terms of usage, again, January record high with over 26,500 scans, plus, that's just our members, plus 600 nationwide guests from other YMCAs. So with your YMCA membership, you can be a guest at other YMCAs, and then of course we get guests from other YMCAs. So in January, we had almost 900 people a day uh, typically, we see more in the six to eight hundred range. So we'll see what the you know the rest of the year looks like. But we're hitting the ground running this this year so far. It's been really great for membership growth. So I think I wrote down these numbers correctly. But 
2,800 members, roughly, when you left the old Y. And today, 6,500 members? Yes. So here's a, an organization that went from having 2,800 members and, and struggling mm -hmm. to 6,500 members and absolutely booming. Thriving, yes. Thriving. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> and did you say 26,500 scans during the month of January? Yes. And that doesn't even include, correct me if I'm wrong, but like if there's a youth basketball program going on, like yeah. my kids used to participate in, those kids aren't scanning in when they're playing their games on Saturday mornings or they're practicing during the week. So really it's 26,500 plus all the programming that's going on. Yes, absolutely. So our building takes a beating, our equipment takes a beating, but we would not have it any other way. It's so awesome to see this kind of volume. And you mentioned Saturday mornings. I know people complain about not being able to find parking, but hey, we're going to the Y. It's okay to get a few extra steps if you need to park across the street. But it is incredible to walk into the building on a Saturday morning and feel that energy and see those smiles, hear that laughter, and see all of these ages and all of these abilities um, doing all kinds of programming in our spaces. I was there uh, recently on a Saturday, and one of my board members was standing in the main hallway just staring at the pool with a huge smile on his face. He was just ecstatic that we had so much going on. So every once in a while, a service or, or a piece of equipment may be down for repairs or maintenance. Uh, an example, occasionally the pool may be closed for maintenance or uh, recently one of the sauna heaters was out of service for a few weeks. Big controversy, especially if you're uh, in the sauna. It's all people were, were talking about at the time. Um, sometimes a treadmill might be down. I don't think people fully understand or fully realize how many people use the YMCA on a daily basis or 26,500 scans on a monthly basis plus all the programming. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. How do you keep up with everything? How do you keep the facility as beautiful as it is? How do you maintain the equipment? Um, how, how do you and your team do it, Janica? <laughs> that is a great question. So obviously with the, with the global talent shortage, it has been a challenge. There's also a national lifeguard shortage. So we are understaffed in multiple departments, in particular our custodian team. I am so happy to share that we've recently extended some job offers, and I'm hoping that we can buff up that team very soon. But we have a really awesome team. I think we're very fortunate. We have people who are mission-minded, talented, and passionate, and that's why they come to, to the YMCA. Um, I think all of us just approach one problem at a time and one day at a time. Obviously, it can be hard when we have to take a space or a program or a, an area offline for members. And it pains us as much as it pains our members not, be able to, not being able to have access to that space. So we totally get it. We understand the frustration. But we do have incredible usage of our spaces and our equipment. So things break down. We've been in this lovely facility for three years, and certain things are hitting their point where it's end of life or because of the heavy usage, they're going earlier than they would normally per the manufacturer. And of course, warranties are no longer there. But again, thanks to our wonderful donors, we're able to get these replacements and, and get things back available to the members as quickly as possible. And of course, we appreciate the members' patience when these things do happen. <laughs> it is 
a ton of use. I just can't believe. I knew it got a lot of use because I'm there almost on a daily basis, at least uh, during the week. And um, some of these numbers are just mind-boggling. And one thing that we didn't mention, or I, I don't think you mentioned, is not only do members have access during the day, but there's also some 24-hour options. Is that correct? Yes. Thank you for reminding me of that. So that's been a really great addition, uh, additional benefit we've been able to offer in this building is the 24-hour access for members that are 16 or older. And that, again, includes people using the cardio and strength areas, the basketball courts, and the racquetball courts all night long. And believe it or not, people are there all night long. I've had people people say your parking lot is never empty. And that is true. We've got people using that space all the time, which is exactly what we wanted with this new building. And it's great to have those offerings, but again, beating on the building, <laughs> beating on the equipment. So, you know, it, it's getting used for sure. Yeah, it's pretty neat to drive by the YMCA. The fitness center overlooks um, one of the main highways here in Winona, Highway 61, and then overlooks the beautiful bluffs here in Winona. And when you drive by on Highway 61, you can see in the fitness center. And it's pretty cool to do it on a holiday or early in the morning or late at night when the facilities actually close, but those that have the 24-hour access uh, can still use that fitness center. And it's pretty neat to see it utilized um, early in the morning, late at night, holidays, uh, and and so on. You touched on this a little bit earlier, but an, an organization like the Winona Family YMCA, an organization like Miller Scrap and Disposal, or any of the other business ventures that I've been involved in, one of the key pieces of success is having a good team in place. And hiring the right people and letting them do their jobs. I'm really big on that. And you have an incredible team, an incredible staff at the YMCA. How do you go about the hiring process? And you touched a little bit on this, but more importantly, how do you keep your team motivated and moving in the same direction? Yeah, so right now we have about 140 staff, which some people are surprised by. We have a ton of part-time people. And it can be hard to find staff. I mean, like I said, national talent shortage. And we are fortunate where a lot of our people are coming from within the YMCA. So our fitness and wellness director, Jackie, is really good at this. She will pick people out of a group fitness class and identify that they would make a good group fitness instructor. And she goes up and just says, have you ever thought about working here? And nine times out of 10, she says they are absolutely floored that someone would recognize potential in them to do that kind of work. And they're very um, flattered. So she has a great role there in pulling people from the audience. Um, obviously, we're using a lot of the same things that most people are in terms of Indeed, social media, our website. Um, but I think word of mouth is the biggest way to draw people and pull people from within our organization because you know they care about the mission, they care about the spaces, and they understand what the YMCA does. So we, uh, we focus on safety first and foremost, and then very closely followed by fun. And I think when we have fun, the members have even more fun. So that's great. Um, communication can be a challenge because we have so many different shifts. So our opener gets there at 4.30 in the morning. Some of the office people get there around 8. We've got you know personal training and private swim lessons and group fitness classes going throughout the day. 
then you don't get the evening custodians until eight or nine o'clock at night. So trying to catch people in person can be a challenge, but we have a really solid leadership team and those supervisors are communicating expectations, changes and whatnot to their team members. So that um, I think is, is fantastic at our organization. And then of course, you know, you try and keep the team bonding events throughout the year. We have that beautiful Camp Winona space. So we have a summer staff play day. And um, we just recently started doing a few times a year, we'll be running all staff mandatory meetings. And so part of that is that team building aspect. Another heavy focus is on emergency drills. So we need to be able to respond to an emergency situation at any given point in time. Again, like we said, our facility is 24-7, so we have people all the time. And, and we serve some very vulnerable members, so we need to make sure that we can respond accordingly. But I'm, I'm just so thankful for our team. We have really great staff, and I have a really great group of people that I can work with every day. Well, it's, it's so important to have an environment where your team can grow and thrive, and you just have a fantastic team at the Winona Family YMCA. They're all very friendly, and those team-building exercises are so important. I know it's something that we're really working hard on improving here at Miller Scrap and Disposal and making really good progress, and it sounds like um, those are things that you're already doing and you can see because, again, your team is absolutely incredible and there's no one better to recruit new or potential staff members than your current staff members. Yes. And it sounds like uh, there's a lot of that going on. So you're, you're very lucky in that regard. Mm -hmm. Janelle and I are excited about participating in the upcoming Indoor Ironman Triathlon Challenge. It's kind of a mouthful. The Indoor <laughs> Ironman Triathlon Challenge at the Y during the month uh, during the month of March. Can you tell us a little bit more about this, and then what other events or programs does the Y have coming up? Absolutely. So Indoor Ironman is super exciting. I always think this is a fun thing. We've done it several years. We encourage our members to sign up and complete the distances on their own timeline at their own pace. So an a Ironman would be a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike, and a 26.2-mile run. Some people do that in a single day and participate in events, which I think is just ludicrous. But we give members a month to participate in this. And it's wonderful because these proceeds support our annual campaign, which allows us to, to have our robust financial assistance program um, in terms of other events, we have quarterly teen nights. So those are free. We offer a variety of activities uh, and access points at the YMCA just for something fun and free and safe for these kids to do. And then we have multiple events throughout the year in our pool. We have a floating Easter egg hunt, which is exactly what it sounds like. We fill the pool with Easter eggs <laughs> and we have crafts after. We do the same thing at Halloween with with pumpkins. So I made our staff <laughs> test them out. I, I just, in my mind, was picturing pumpkins going to the bottom of the pool. But no, they float. You can get these massive pumpkins, and you can get the tiny ones, and they all float. So we do that for around Halloween. And then we have an event in December, Swimming with Santa. Last year was our first time offering that, and it was adorable watching Santa interact with these kids in the pool. It was just so much fun. Um, we also have our camp and summer child care, and registration is open for both of those. And this year, we are very proud to host the swim portion of Trinona Kids again. So last year, they took the year off with the Kids Tribe, but it is back 
And we are so happy to have the swim portion at the YMCA because, again, these tiny triathletes are just so much fun to watch. Well, certainly a lot of things going on at the Winona Family YMCA. I did not know about the floating Easter egg hunt or the uh, Halloween event in the pool. So we might have to uh, check those out. I'll have to tell the boys. <laughs> there are so many great things going on at the Winona Family YMCA. If you're outside of Winona, check out your local YMCA because there are so many opportunities for you to get involved and really to turn your life around if that's something that you want to do. Become more physically fit, more mentally fit, um, start believing in yourself and really getting out there and succeeding and, and making things happen. So it's really pretty cool, all the great things that are going on at the Winona Family YMCA. Let's shift gears just a little bit, Janica. In your bio, it says you enjoy spending time with your boys, being active, reading, traveling, and striving, striving for a minimalist lifestyle. What, what are Go into a little bit more details on some of the things that you do to clear your mind, stay fit both physically and mentally, um, because when you're running a big organization like the Winona Family YMCA, it can be stressful. 140 plus staff, 26,500 scans during one month, uh, plus all the different uh, programming and activity that's going uh, on at the YMCA. How, how do you do it? <laughs> well, I start my day early. So on weekdays, I'm up at 5 a.m. I used to play with oh, maybe I can sleep in for 15 extra minutes and set the alarm for 5.15, but I've learned that I do better when I just get up at the same time on a weekday, so start the day at 5 a.m. and then join. Sometimes I've got, I'm dealing with plantar fasciitis right now, but typically I would join my running friends a few days a week, and so it's a fantastic group of confident, strong, fierce women that we just share life with. We have spent miles and miles on the bike paths just sharing life together and running running out the stress, running out the things that happen in life and sharing. Uh, and if I'm not running with them, it's either a bike ride or um, a group fitness class or some strength training or swimming in our beautiful pool at the YMCA. Uh, so that's how I start my day. And then typically if work isn't too chaotic, I try and get out for a two mile walk uh, sometime in a lunch-ish window of time. <laughs> And then I, if things are really crazy, like to go up into the PT and cycle studio and just whack the battle ropes against the floor. It's a really good feeling. I love the battle ropes. It just burns out your upper body and helps you work your core and is a really good way to relieve some tension and stress. So ladies and gentlemen, Janica Sobeck is someone who is making things happen. Janica, thank you so much for being here with us today. And Scrap Guy Solution Nation, thank you for listening. Please give us a subscribe, a follow, or a like, and a five-star review would be truly appreciated. You can also check out our website, scrapguysolutions.com. Most importantly, make today your day. Now is your time to get started, stick with it, and go make things happen, just like Janica Sobeck is doing. Janica, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jeremy.